0: Observer, tell your education beat reporter guy, Kyung Hui, how to thread tweets. <laughs> Welcome, back. Welcome to the show. Uh, Governor, uh, Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson going to join us in an hour. Uh, but uh, first, we're going over this bombshell of a report by Sharon Lerner at The Intercept.com. And they asked for, under a Freedom of Information Act request, uh, and I believe then they had to litigate, they had to sue uh, the National Institutes of Health in order to get a whole bunch of documents. They got 900 pages of documents detailing the work of an organization called EcoHealth Alliance. This is a U.S.-based health organization that got a bunch of federal money uh, to fund bat coronavirus research at the chinese lab okay so american company getting american grants from the national institute of allergy and infectious diseases as well as the nih and uh they were doing this research on bat viruses at the wuhan institute of virology the documents were released in connection with this litigation uh the intercept is making the full documents available to the public quote this is a To the high-risk research that could have led to the current pandemic, said Gary Ruskin, executive director of U.S. Right to Know, a group that has been investigating the origins of COVID-19. One of the grants, titled Understanding the Risk of Bat Coronavirus Emergence, that's one of the grants, Understanding the Risk of Bat Coronavirus Emergence, outlines an ambitious effort led by EcoHealth Alliance President Peter Daszak or Dazak, Tizak, Tizak, that's how he pronounces that, I think. Anyway, Dr. Peter, uh, this is uh, the guy in charge of EcoHealth. He was also the guy who worked with the UN when they went and totally investigated the labs. Remember that guy? And then he was like, yeah, nothing to see here. They only gave us access to, you know, what they wanted us to see, but good enough for us. Yeah, it outlines this effort to screen thousands of bat samples for novel coronaviruses or new coronaviruses. Like, why on earth are we still using the word novel? Can we just say new? Why do we have to say novel? It doesn't make us sound more science The research also involved screening people who work with live animals. The documents contain several critical details about the research in Wuhan, including the fact that key experimental work with humanized mice... Humanized mice... Yeah, they looked really weird. No, I'm kidding. It's just the cells. Their cells, they messed with their cells to make them more like human cells. That this research, this experimental stuff was being done at a biosafety level 3 lab at Wuhan University Center for Animal Experiments, not at the Wuhan Institute of Virology as was previously assumed. Stupid us. We thought (laughs) that they were doing this stuff at their level four lab. No jokes on us. They were doing it at the college, a level three lab. The documents raise additional questions about the theory that the pandemic may have begun in a lab accident. An idea that DASAC has aggressively dismissed. This actually, I have a bunch of audio actually, and none of it is recent again. So much of the work that is supposed to be journalism is about keeping track of things that people say and then going back and squaring what they say now with what they said before. Because and it's not just gotcha. It's not just, oh, they're flip-flopping. In this case, it's you're catching them in lies. That's the point. And this is the problem when you have, as I was talking about before the newscast there, it's not about... The hollowing out of newsrooms, a lot of it is about actual journalists who go someplace else. Journalists who move up in market size. Journalists who are trying to be in a bigger market. And, I mean, look, I understand you go to a bigger market, you get more money, right? Not that that's the determining factor. But, no, of course, you're going to you know, be more well-compensated. I mean, people who work at the networks, they're pulling down, you know, millions of dollars. Some of I mean, the. The anchors and stuff, they're, they're pulling down tens of millions of dollars, basically to stay out of trouble. I've, I've always thought that. So, uh, so, and I don't know what the reporters make, but I assume if you get, you know, reporters that are known like that guy on Fox News who's always reporting from Florida, from the hurricanes, that guy, you know what I'm talking about, with the tan. Like, that guy probably makes, I don't know, if you're employed by bigger market companies, you're going to make more money. Also, you're going to have more of an impact. Right. If you're you're going to have more resources, theoretically, you're going to have more resources at that level and you're in a bigger market. And so you're going to be able to uh, have a larger impact because more people will know of your story when you do it. I mean, that's the idea, right? You have a bigger impact. But I've always believed ever since I started in this line of work in journalism a long, long time ago was that everybody needs a watchdog of their local government. And that's why I got into being a reporter 25 years ago, right? I mean, that's why I started doing it. It's why I spent, you know, a decade being a reporter was that local government needs a watchdog and people just because you're in a small market doesn't mean you don't need that. You actually need it more because there are so few that's the hollowing out of the local newsrooms. But the local newsroom isn't the reason why the ivermectin story went viral and got picked up by the AP. That wasn't that was just they didn't make a phone call like they didn't check. That's what happened there. Like, that's not the hollowing out of a local news department. Anyway, I digress. Uh, But this is part of the COVID coverage as well. This is part of the problem with the COVID coverage is like you do have newsrooms that were hollowed out. They don't have a health reporter. They don't have anybody that has connections. I shouldn't say anybody there. I'm sure some newsrooms have people that may have a connection or two, but they're not like these are not medically trained people that then go into journalism. If you're lucky, you have somebody who's just interested in the field, maybe does some side work, but there's not, there aren't health beat reporters to speak of any longer, right? At the local levels, that's a problem. So when officials get up there and say things like, you know, everybody wear a mask, that's how we're going to stop COVID and the reporters don't know what they don't know. And so they don't ask, is that true? Do you have proof of that? And even if they got handed some studies, would they even know how to read them? News talk 1110 993 WBT. The intercept with this big report. New details emerge about coronavirus research at Chinese lab. Eco Health Alliance, this is apparently the middleman organization if you want to think of it like that, got the money from so Well, I guess it would be the second middleman, so the middle middleman. The taxpayers, right, funding of the federal government, that goes to then the National Institute of Health, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. They give grants. The grants go through EcoHealth Alliance. EcoHealth Alliance then does this uh, funding of the research at the Wuhan lab into the bat coronaviruses. Is it or is it not gain-of-function research? This is the big sticking point that arose when Rand Paul was questioning uh, Anthony Fauci about this way back in May, way back in May. And I actually have the uh, I've got the audio. We're going to revisit it now, knowing that the report, these 900 pages that just got dumped seems to undercut Fauci's. Well, lie, Right. It seems to it, it seems to expose him as a liar to Rand Paul during that debate. But before I go there, let me bounce over here and get Barry on. Hello, Barry. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. What's up? Um, I was commenting on your honesty in journalism.
1: And and how it's gone to the South. Um, there is no honesty anymore. They Just pick a side and, and play that side.
0: Well, yeah. There's... Okay, for, for starters, I have never been of the belief that there was ever a golden age of objective journalism. I've never believed that. So I know a lot of people like to...
1: to Back in the 50s?
0: Uh, Back in the 50s? Yeah. So when we went to war in Vietnam?
1: No, 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 no. Back uh, after the end of World War II, the golden uh,
0: When, So when when, uh, Murrow convinced... Every convinced America to go to war in World War II.
1: Uh, well, after that, you know, um, there, there used to be an uh, uh, aesthetic journalism to, to tell the truth and let you know... Are
0: you? Hang on a second. Do you have, like, a rag over the phone that you're talking through or something? Like, am I on, like, uh, is this, like, a hostage call? Make sure Hello? Hello? Barry? Barry's gone. I don't know what was going on with his phone. I feel like I was like, I feel like I was negotiating like a ransom. I, I don't know what he was. Maybe he had it pinched up against his shoulder or something, and that's why it was being all muffled. You're having a lot of luck with phones today. It's not my phone. Not my phone system. Not my cell service. Um, Hashtag not my cell service. <laughs> not mine. Um, and so the the. What was he asking? Oh, this this idea that there was a golden age of journalism where everybody was objective and stuff. I don't believe it. The term yellow journalism exists because of the way journalism was practiced by racist newspaper ownership and publishers 100 years ago. Right. That's why the term exists. Uh, William Randolph Hearst. Right. Not only did he get us into the Spanish-American War. Right. Not only did he do that for us, but he got marijuana banned uh, because it made. It made fiends of boys in days and it made black people look at white women and step on white men's shadows and the like. Like he was a racist. OK, so, uh, yeah, there's this idea that uh, that, oh, journalism, like back then they were. You could say they were some of them, some outlets were more honest and that they named themselves like the Arkansas Democrat. <laughs> like So there was this paper was the organ, the mouthpiece of the Democrat Party. And at least there was some honesty in that. Like, hey, you want to know what the Democrats think about stuff? Read their newspaper. Now, if you want to know what Democrats think about stuff, well, you just read any newspaper, right? Like, that's the idea there. Yeah, any newspaper. And TV station. And NPR. And all the cable stations. Is Barry back? No, it's not Barry. Oh, this is Steve. I don't know if this is true or not.
1: True.
0: Okay, Steve, yes. Hello, welcome.
1: Oh, hi. Hey. Um, I appreciate you covering this topic because, you know, if there's a lot of uh, people that already knew that this story was, um, you know, it's been in the news for a long time, but I appreciate it making to WBT. You How know, has Ralph this
0: story Barrett, been? Hey, wait, 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 wait. How has this story been in the news for a long time? It literally was reported yesterday.
1: Well, there there's, it's been, it's been known for a long time that Ralph Barrick's research at UNC Chapel Hill Yeah. Was, was shut down during the Obama years and moved to the Wuhan lab in mm-hmm. China and was funded by the NIH under mm-hmm. Dr. Fauci for seven or eight years. Uh, Fauci also was involved in Event 201, which was basically a roadmap to the response to a pandemic back in October 2019. He also holds patents uh, for some of the, the pharmaceutical companies' uh, vaccines, Moderna, uh in particular so he's he's profiting off of this on the i've on not the seen police.
0: that component to everything that you said up until the 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 stock or whatever in the patents rather in uh, moderna i've not heard i've not heard that component but everything prior to that i have heard and in fact i have covered that i don't know i mean i, I did it when i was doing my podcast it was airing on the weekends here on wbt so we've you know like i'm pretty confident like that's why i can say i heard all of that stuff before and I've i've covered all of that so
1: well, I'm glad that you have. Yeah. You know, now now it's even being you know it's documented with emails and 900 pages or so yeah. of documentation. Um, you know, it's just that what what happens now? I mean, it's clear that Fauci has uh, you know lied to Congress uh, that he's uh, withheld treatment that would have saved lives in order to get an emergency use authorization for the vaccines, in which he also profits. And, and you know, you'll research that for the future. But um, you know, I mean, this is criminal. This is this is this is big news. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see some accountability. I just don't have faith that anything beyond a wrist slap, or if that will will
0: occur. Well, and that's why I asked Congressman Bishop about this. Like, first off, uh, when like because the same thing, it's the same central question with the Afghanistan story too, which is, does anybody get held responsible? Is there any kind of accountability? And and like the frustration he had is that Nancy Pelosi does not call Congress back into session to begin with, and, and even if she does, um, they're in a minority. So they're they're very limited, the Republicans are, on what they can do. Um, same thing goes for Fauci. Like, what kind of accountability is there going to be? And you get CNN up there that has him on and doesn't even ask him about this report. It's amazing. So the U.S. agency led by White House COVID advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci funded research experiments to infect humanized mice with new coronaviruses at a lab in Wuhan, China that according to newly released documents obtained by The Intercept as part of a Freedom of Information Act request and litigation. Theblaze.com reporting that uh, Fauci, the director of the NIAID, has repeatedly denied that his agency or any part of the National Institutes of Health provided federal funding for gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. In July, Fauci accused Senator Rand Paul of lying after Paul pressed him about funding for coronavirus research in Wuhan. That is separate from the original altercation, well, verbal altercation, that... Rand Paul had with Fauci over this gain of function uh, research being conducted with federal money that was essentially laundered through this EcoHealth Alliance, which is what these documents now show. This is from May. Take a listen.
2: Dr. Fauci, we don't know whether the pandemic started in a lab in Wuhan or evolved naturally, but we should want to know. Three million people have died from this pandemic, and that should cause us to explore all possibilities. Instead, government authorities, self-interested in continuing gain-of-function research, say there's nothing to see here. Gain-of-function research, as you know, is juicing up naturally occurring animal viruses to infect humans. To arrive at the truth, the U.S. government should admit that the Wuhan Virology Institute was experimenting to enhance the coronavirus's ability to infect humans. Juicing up superviruses is not new. Scientists in the U.S. have long known how to mutate animal viruses to infect humans. For years, Dr. Ralph Barrick, a virologist in the U.S., has been collaborating with Dr. Shi Zengli of the Wuhan Virology Institute, sharing his discoveries about how to create superviruses. This gain of function research has been funded by the NIH. The collaboration between the U.S and the Wuhan Virology Institute continues. Doctors Barrick and Xi worked together to insert bat virus spike protein into the backbone of the deadly SARS virus and then used this man-made supervirus to infect human airway cells. Think about that for a moment. The SARS virus had a 15% mortality. We're fighting a pandemic that has about a 1% mortality. Can you imagine if a SARS virus that's been juiced up and had viral proteins added to it, to the spike protein, if that were released accidentally? Dr. Fauci, do you still support funding of the NIH funding of the lab in Wuhan? Senator Paul, with all due respect, You are
3: entirely and completely incorrect that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain of function research in the Wuhan Institute. Do they fund Dr. Barrick? We do not fund.
2: Do you fund Dr. Barrick's gain of function
3: research? Dr. Barrett does not do gain of function research, and if it is, it's according to the guidelines, and it is being conducted in North.
2: Carolina, not in China. You don't think inserting China. a bat virus spike protein that he got from the Wuhan Institute into the SARS virus is gain of function? That is not... You would not be in the minority because at least 200 scientists have signed a statement from the Cambridge Working yeah. Group saying that it is gain of function.
3: Well, it is not. And if you look at the grant and you look at the progress reports, it is not gain of function, despite the fact that people tweet that so they do you still support
2: it? sending money to the Wuhan Virology Institute?
3: We do not send money now to the to Wuhan
2: Virology Institute. Do you support Institute. sending money? We did, under your tutelage. We were sending it through EcoHealth. It was a sub-agency right. and a sub Do you support the money from NIH that was going to the Wuhan Institute? Let me explain to you why that was done.
3: The SARS-CoV-1 originated in bats in China. It would have been irresponsible of us if we did not investigate the bat viruses and the serology to see who might have been infected
2: Or perhaps it would be irresponsible to send it to the Chinese government that we may not be able to trust with this uh, knowledge and with this uh, incredibly dangerous viruses.
0: Right. Maybe that's irresponsible. (laughs) Uh, And now we're finding out in this document dump from The Intercept that Uh, They were not even conducting some of this stuff, uh, some of this research. They were doing it in, um, at the college lab, a level three, not a level four. Dr. Richard Ebright, a molecular biologist at Rutgers University, reviewed the documents and determined that the research described fits the definition of -of gain-of-function experiments. Quote, the viruses they constructed were tested for their ability to infect mice that were engineered to display human-type receptors on their cell. He indicated that the documents show the Chinese researchers were able to infect humanized mice with two different types of new viruses. He went on to elaborate on Twitter that the materials, quote, show that the 2014 and 2019 grants to EcoHealth, with subcontracts to the Institute of Virology, funded gain-of-function research as defined in federal policies, in effect... In 2014 through 2017, and potential pandemic pathogen enhancement as defined in federal policies that were in effect from 2017 through the present. So it meets the definition according to federal policy. As Rand Paul tweeted out, Fauci lied. Ebright also said the documents confirmed that one of the experiments produced several laboratory generated SARS related coronaviruses and that one of these engineered viruses was, quote, more pathogenic to humanized mice than the starting virus from which it was constructed. So it, it had a higher transmissibility than the original virus, almost as if it was engineered to affect the human cells worse. The documents make it clear that assertions by NIH Director Francis Collins and the NIAID Director Anthony Fauci that they did not support gain-of-function research or potential pandemic pathogen enhancement at the Wuhan Institute of Virology are, quote, untruthful. So Anthony Fauci, the director of the NIAD, has repeatedly denied that his agency or any part of the National Institutes of Health have provided federal funding for gain-of-function research. Um, I go back to May, where uh, it was the beginning of May. Um, Fauci was grilled by Rand Paul about this gain-of-function research. You heard the first part of the exchange. Here is the rest of it. Again, from Government May.
2: scientists like yourself who favor gain-of-function research... I don't favor gain-of-function research in, in China. China you are saying naturally. things that are not correct. Government defenders of gain-of-function, such as yourself, say that COVID-19 uh, mutations were random and not designed by man. But interestingly, the technique that Dr. Barrick developed forces mutations by serial passage through cell culture that the mutations appear to be natural. In fact, Dr. Barrick named the technique the Noceum technique because the mutations appear naturally. Nicholas Baker of the New York Magazine said nobody would know if the virus had been fabricated in a laboratory or grown in nature. Covenant authorities in the US, including yourself, unequivocally deny that COVID 19 could have escaped a lab. But even Dr. Xi in Wuhan wasn't so sure. According to Nicholas Baker, Dr. Xi wondered, could this new virus have come from her own laboratory? She checked her records frantically and found no matches. That really took a load off my mind, she said. I had not slept for days. The director of the gain of function research in Wuhan couldn't sleep because she was terrified that it might be in her lab. Dr. Barrick, an advocate of gain-of-function research, admits the main problem that the Institute of Virology has is the outbreak occurred in close proximity. What are the odds? Barrick responded, could you rule out a laboratory escape? The answer in this case is probably not. Will you in front of this group categorically say that the COVID-19 could not have occurred through serial passage in a laboratory? I do not have any accounting
3: of what the Chinese may have done, and I'm fully not really, yes. in favor of any further investigation of what went on in China. However, I will repeat again, the NIH and NIAID categorically has not funded gain-of-function research to be conducted in the Wuhan Institute of virology. We do
2: support it in the U.S. We have 11 labs doing it, and you have allowed it here. We have a committee to do it, but the committee has granted every exemption. You're. You're fooling with Mother Nature here. You're allowing superviruses to be created with a 15% mortality. It's very dangerous. I think it was a huge mistake to share this with China, and it's a huge mistake to allow this to continue in the United States. And we should be very careful to investigate where this virus came from. I fully agree that you
3: should investigate where the virus came from. But again, we have not funded gain-of-function research on this virus in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, no matter you're how many times words, you're you say words, there it, there was didn't
2: research. Happen. There was research done with Dr. Shi and Dr. Barrick. They have collaborated on gain-of-function research, where they enhanced the SARS virus to infect human airway cells, and they did it by merging a new spike protein on it. That is gain-of-function. That was joint research between the Wuhan Institute. And, Dr. Barrick, you can't deny it.
1: Senator Paul, your time time has expired. Dr. Fauci, I will let you respond to that. We need to move on. Excuse me? You're, well, I will allow you to respond to that, and
0: then we'll move on.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, I just wanted to say, we. I, I don't know how many times I can say it, Madam Chair. We did not fund gain-of-function <laughs> research to be conducted in the Wuhan Institute of Virology.
0: Yeah. The most relevant question is... Whether Chinese scientists in Wuhan performed gain-of-function experiments in order to engineer coronaviruses, and whether it's possible that one of these viruses escaped, and that's what caused, and that's what caused the uh, the pandemic. I heard it. Did you hear it too? The buzz in the line. Sorry, we're troubleshooting some audio issues. Scientists have so far been unable to conclusively prove that SARS-CoV-2 had a natural origin. Which, to me, this is just me, little old radio host, kind of weird, <laughs> right? Kind of weird. It's been over a year now. You'd think if it was a naturally occurring sort of mutation, we would be able to figure that out. I mean, we we've already like got all these named mutations of the original so seems i don't know seems like you should be able to narrow it down but then of course i remember the um the prior reports see because again part of the uh the importance of uh you know journalism is keeping the records right This was from May, a bombshell new study claims to have proof that Chinese scientists created COVID-19 in a lab and then tried to reverse engineer versions of the virus to make it look like it evolved naturally from bats. New York Post reporting that British professor Angus Daglish and Norwegian scientist Dr. Berger Sorensen wrote that they'd had primary evidence of, quote, retroengineering in China since last year, but were ignored by academics and major medical journals. The study concluded, quote, the likelihood of it being the result of natural processes is very small. The virus is still killing 12,000 people a day around the world. Again, this was back in May. Daglish is a London oncology professor, so cancer, uh, known for breakthrough work on a vaccine for HIV. So he obviously doesn't know what he's talking about. And Sorensen is a virologist and chair of the pharmaceutical company Immunor, which developed a coronavirus vaccine candidate. Daglish also has a financial stake in that company. It was during their COVID-19 vaccine research that the pair came across, quote, unique fingerprints indicating that the virus did not come from nature. The telltale clue. Now, I'm going to get a little sciencey here, and I have no idea what I'm about to tell you. But they say you cannot have four positively charged amino acids in a row. The only way you get this is is if you artificially manufacture it. This is, and this was from May 29th, right? The latest bombshell. Now we have another bombshell. And all the bombshells all tend to lead towards one conclusion. Isn't that amazing? Just, I'm sure, coincidental that it all lines up pointing in the direction of man mucking around And, oops, a lot of people now dying. Scientists have so far been unable to conclusively prove that SARS-CoV-2 had a natural origin, right? New documents obtained by the Intercept support accusations that scientists in Wuhan, at the Wuhan University Center for Animal Experiments, if not the Wuhan Institute of Virology, were actually performing the kinds of dangerous experiments that many had previously warned could cause a pandemic under unsafe conditions. So yes, Senator Paul seems to be correct when he tweets out after this document dump to The Intercept that they reported on. Senator Paul seems to be correct when he says Fauci lied. I have more audio, by the way, from Jim Jordan from last month. We'll get to that. But first, after the news, we're going to talk to the Lieutenant Governor of North Carolina, Mark Robinson. Stick around for that on News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT.